The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to another episode of the World's Team. I'm Bobby, the Boys Network, in partnership with Exploration. I am Bob Moe, and I'm joined, as always, by Paul Stewart. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. Freezing my butt off back here in Scotland, as per usual. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I'm doing all right. It's been warm here, I hate to inform you. Yeah. Wait <laughs> to rub it I've been wearing shorts. It's been great. Okay, man. I'm, just... I'm done with the winter. Oh, okay, right. I'm leaving. I'm leaving the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast for today, folks. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, jealous. I'm. I'm proper jealous. I mean, so you're going on your like golf journey. Yeah, and it's not going too well so far. I am literally got the. <laughs> I've got the patience of Happy Gilmore right now. Literally, like just. Throwing, nearly throwing my clubs away every time I slice it. So, um, but yes, it's uh, golf is hard. If anyone thinks it's just hitting a ball straight, uh-uh, it is extremely difficult. And for a guy my size, right, I've got the right size of clubs, etc. Like being all measured out, but it's technique is everything. Just like in football. When it comes to making tackles, it's technique. When it comes to being an offensive lineman, it's all about technique. Everything's it's technique is just the fundamentals when it comes to playing certain sports. Even like kicking the ball, the technique of kicking the ball, for example, whether it's in soccer or if you're like Mister Automatic Brandon Aubrey, it's all about it's all about technique. So it's just something you just need to build and develop a uh, step by step. I really thought like Scottish people just came out of the womb, like ready to play golf. So, so believe it, yeah, well, believe it or not, not many, like, like even though the sport of golf was pretty much invented in Scotland, but not many people really, well, a lot of people do play, but not as many you would think. Um, Cause the primarily, the primary sport here is obviously soccer. So everyone's more focused on that. So, and it's, it's you would, same could be said in the states. The pri- primary sports, American football, or it's baseball, but golf's more a hobby sport. Well, that, I could be wrong for saying that, and I do apologize <laughs> if I if I do get that wrong. But like, if you're playing 
to be a professional golfer, then fantastic, good for you. But if you're just like people, a lot of people will play golf for the more leisure side of things, yeah. and that's what and that's what a lot of people tend to do here. So, I mean, I'm not expecting to be like Roy McIlroy or something like that. No chance. I just want to play. I just want to play golf with my friends and just have a laugh and not make an absolute embarrassment to myself. So that's the reason why I'm doing it more than anything. That's totally fair. Um, around, around here, one of my like really good friends, her company's opening these like, they're taking these old driving ranges and making them um, cooler, I guess. Like top golf. Like they still have, they're still like traditional in the sense that it's not like top golf. Right. You know? So it's a real driving range, but like it has more of the vibe to it. Like there's a bar there. They serve food there. They like, you can enjoy a time there. Yeah. So it's like they're trying to make it in between the middle of a traditional driving range and a top golf range. Yeah. So, that, so it's like you can still be serious there, but you can also have fun. Mm. <laughs> so if you're in the area, golf ranch, hit it up, go mm. have the best time. Tell them I sent you. I need to go and check it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you come to town, we'll make sure to take you. Sweet. Yeah. And that is golf talk for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Football time. Now, what you really came here for is the Dallas Cowboys. Our Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. A, lot, a lot has happened this week. Obviously, like... Yourself and Kelsey, that you spoke about it quite a lot on Girls Talking Boys. Yeah, but let's get your take. Paul. Yes. What are um, your it's not a surprise, Dan Quinn's gone. Um, I I said it from the very start after that Green Bay game. It kind of felt like Dan Quinn's foot was already out the door. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't think, like, yeah, like, year by year, we were getting better in terms of statistically-wise, but... There were some games this season where it was completely night and day. It's like we had a good team, one good defense one week, and the week after it was a completely different defense. It was like one like if you you would think they were two completely different teams just with the same players players that were on the field. So, um, I mean, I wish him all the best as a person. Like I will still love Dan Quinn, but for how he's went to the Washington commodities, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> there it is. Um, good luck to you. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I hope we kick your butt. But uh, uh, yeah, I, if we don't, I'm going to be upset. Um, it's. I think it's always more annoying when you're coordinators go within the division and also is annoying when your players go within the division yeah Um, does that mean i hate the man no but here's a funny thing i kind of think the nfc east is being like musical chairs at the moment you've got kellen moore going to the eagles you've got dan quinn going to the commanders we've got talks of Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera coming to Dallas now. It's literally musical chairs in the NFC East right now. I hate it. <laughs> I, I I don't like it as much as you do, but yeah. But, but in terms of Mister Ron Rivera, um, 
as much as he had a really torrid time in his f- last two years in Washington, he had a good, decent first year in as a commander's coach or Washington football team or the commodities, whatever you want to call them. He, 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 like, he did win them the NFC East title in his first year with them. Um, but his bread and butter is defense. That is his bread and butter. And if there's one thing that Ron Rivera can do, he can really build up a good base defense. And and to me personally, and this is just my opinion, that's something that we lacked under Dan Quinn when we're playing all these different packages for our defense. We had three cornerbacks shifting between as a safety and shifting into a linebacker and shifting back to cornerback. It was confusing. But if we were to have a set number of linemen, set number of linebackers, and set number of corners and safeties, and they just stuck to their uh, traditional roles, that's one thing that uh, Ron can do very well and make sure players are assigned to a specific job without having to cause a lot more confusion. I think with with these packages that Dan Quinn did set out for certain games, especially against the bigger teams, we were getting caught out very, very easily. Like Buffalo, like San Francisco in particular, we got out, and not to mention his last game of the uh, last game as a Cowboys defensive coordinator against Green Bay, which I do not want to ever talk about ever again because that was <laughs> at the absolute S show. Um, yes. um, a change is needed. Uh, in some regard, so if if Rivera does come as the defensive coordinator, I'm all for it. But I'm looking at the other names that are possibly in contention. You've got Mike Zimmer out there. Yeah, he's willing to put his name out there. Um, you've got a Brandon Staley, former head coach of the Chargers. That's a name to look out for. They've also got the defensive coordinator for a um, former defensive coordinator for the New York Giants, Wink Martindale which I'm not entirely too sure about that one, but it is a potential option. Um, But the other names is within the house personnel. You've got Aiden Dirty. Um, I don't like that one. I'm not a big fan of it. Yes, he's had experience being defensive coordinator and and head coach within the London Warriors back in the Bafa National League's before he joined the NFL, I got to see Dirty being that all those years ago before he went to Atlanta. And yeah, I mean, he did all right, yeah, but I think this could be just too much of a step up. And also with him being an understudy to Dan Quinn, are we going to see the exact same scenario where we're going to have hybrids? Are we, are we going to have linebackers become defensive ends? Are we going to see cornerbacks become linebackers? Like, I don't want that anymore. I want to have a proper foundation in this defense and have players to really speak up and really perfect their craft. And, and the only player I kind of feel was, it was kind of somewhat elevating themselves was the lone brand in a way. Any okay. of our, any other player within our defense, it didn't feel like they were perfecting their craft as their position. It was a lot of chopping and change. Like, yeah, Parsons may have had a good season yeah he was kind of up and down quite a lot yeah he was getting the hell quite a lot whatever but I still kind of feel as though we could have gotten a lot more out of Micah Parsons in some regard and same with likes of Tank and same with likes of 
uh, Hankins and same with likes of all the linebackers. Well, the limited number of linebackers that we had, I may add. But I would rather have that more fixed position, like a 4-3 defense or a 3-4, whatever that may be. Having guys like maybe Rivera could actually fix that. And I just, yeah, that that's how I generally feel about it. But um, but you've also got, well, they, this is really going to be unlikely, but Joe Witt Jr. is obviously an in-house candidate, but he is likely, he's getting currently getting interviewed by the commanders. He may be joining Dan Quinn over to Washington. So that's one as well. Then obviously we've got our defensive, uh, defensive backs coach, Al Harris, Great defensive corner, uh, defensive banks coach, but he said it himself. I'm pretty sure that that's not really for him to be a in terms of doing schemes, in terms of doing uh like all all that requirements of a defensive corner. He is happy being that position based coach for uh, cornerbacks. So, and look at the impact he's done. He's had Diggs. He's had Bland. Like. And we've had Gilmore had a really good year as well. So I'd rather keep Al Harris where he is right now and yeah. have and have him like like being under more of that type of base defense structure and let Harris like develop into that system. I think that would probably be a really good chemistry for our defense to really properly mold, especially for when it comes to the run and run and comes to the passing and against the offense. Yeah, I mean, those are all good reasoning why you feel that way. But um, did you do you feel like you have a favorite in this hunt? Um, in terms of how I feel about it, I really don't know. But in terms of just how the momentum is going right now, it looks to be is going to be Ron Rivera. It makes sense to me. Am I totally in love with it? Not really, but am I in favor of it? Then yeah, I'm in favor of it. But it's not going to set the world on fire. It's not going to say, oh yeah, our defense is going to be absolutely fantastic next season under Ron Rivera. I'm not going to say that because it's going to be a transition regardless. It like I doesn't I don't think it matters who we do bring in as our de defensive coordinator. It's going to be a building block. Yeah. Regardless, regardless who we bring in, we're not. I'm not going to expect any instant impact because the players are going to have to readjust to who it is is going to be getting brought in or promoted, whoever that may be, um, to the position of defensive coordinator. There's going to be adjustments. There's going to be um, probably some role changes. But like Parsons might just be sticking sticking to defensive end. He might get shifted back to linebacker. We do not know. So it really depends who we bring in, depends how training camp and all that goes, then we can start to really get a good evaluation of how things are going to go along. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say Ron Rivera is like who I would pick, but given the fact that you don't know if this coaching staff is going to be around next year, just in general, mm -hmm. um, someone like Ron Rivera, you know, just to come in and get like maybe his feet back under him um, and get something on the resume. So he could get back in like the running for different jobs. Yeah. Like just 
even if it doesn't work out, I mean, but if it does great, but like just the fact that, you know, he, he hasn't been renewed. So it's just kind of like, is it a lame duck head coach situation? But that's why it makes more sense to have somebody who wants to put something on their resume versus like, cause there's like no real job security, I think is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, who knows? We could, we might get an answer some point later today. There could be some new reports of who's getting interviewed. We may never know. Um, and that's the the fun times of us officially being in the off season. That it's just absolute rumor mill at this moment in time. So madness. Like we've not even talked about. There could be someone in in the woodwork. There could be someone uh, from the college systems that we could be interviewing. Who knows? So we just don't know yet. So until we know for sure and it's confirmed by the Dallas Cowboys, we can't really say much at this matter. But in terms of how the speculation popularity contest is going right now, it seems to be Ron Rivera right now. Uh, we shall see. Yep. I just think that would be too weird for me personally. But Like I said, musical chairs. Musical, yeah. music, musical chairs, just get, just get the Benny Hill music playing in the background. For real, though. That uh, is, literally, that is. The NFC East would become like that little small meme with the Benny Hill music playing in the background. Yeah, I, just, I do need... I, 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 I do, yeah, I do need to ask, do you know what I mean by the Benny Hill music? I think so, but not like fully. Right. I'll need to send you the audio clip and you're like, all right, okay. If yeah. it's if it is what I'm thinking it is, I'll be like impressed that I just pulled that up out of my brain. But right. Okay. <laughs> I'll save it later. <laughs> but I uh I'm not in the habit of singing on this here podcast, so I'm not going to do that. No, no, <laughs> no, there's there's no singing in it at all. It's, it's just like a wee theme song to the his. No, I know, like yeah. just to tell you what I think it sounds like. I I'm not gonna. Ah, sing right. Sing it, it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know if it is what I was thinking it was. So. Cool, got it. No worries. <laughs> um. All right. So there was the Shrine Bowl this week. I um. I think we're gonna hear more about that. You know from. Tony Catalina. Um, yeah, to, to, I think I believe he Tony, came and covered it. Yes, I believe he is actually in house in Frisco covering the Shrine Bowl. And but yeah. was there anything you took away from it? I didn't see too much of it, but I did was paying attention to some of the running backs. And lucky enough, Nick Harris from DallasCowboys.com kind of highlighted two of the guys I was kind of looking at. And that is running back Frank Gore Jr., the son of 14-year running back veteran Frank Gore. Um, he, he was on display. He was uh, His performance was awarded of the game's MVP award, and he is likely to going to be like a, a day-free option going into this draft. So, But he did really stood out and really made him re really up to stock, I reckon. So definitely a guy to look out for. And the other running back I was I was looking at was obviously Blake Watson from Memphis. Funny enough, it's an R Memphis running back. Who would have thought? I.e. Tony okay. Pollard. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, but Blake Watson, uh, he didn't necessarily shine uh, during the practices that, but uh, 
he he was the second leading rusher behind Gore Jr. Uh, with 46 yards with 12 carries, and uh, he was also the game's leading receiver with 65 yards on six receptions. So he's kind of like, I was getting more of the same vibe of what type of player Tony Pollard is to, to like of Blake Watson. Um, so it could be an option to maybe look towards that, but I think we probably want to get that more big, stocky, powerful type of style running back in the future, but but he was, but he was a guy that did kind of stood out for me, uh, Blake Watson. Um, but yeah, but um, but other than that, um, some couple of defensive players that stood out: Miles Murphy uh, from North Carolina and a uh, cornerback Julius Monroe from Tulane. He was the defensive MVP. Um, he scored the only interception in the game. Um, but yeah, other than that, it just seemed um, a couple of names were popping out, but they definitely raised their stocks. So, but yeah. We love to see it. Definitely. But I, I'm just looking forward to the actual senior bowl. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, Mike wrote something about how to be able to watch that. So if you are looking to check that out, um, if you go to bloggingtheboys.com, you can see Mike Poland's article about how to find it. Yep. I'll be keeping a close eye on my pet cat this year, Mr. Graham Barton. That's my pet <laughs> cat. <sighs> Tackle from Duke. Keep your eyes on the that guy, folks. Just always makes me think of Brian Bradis because he loves his like free Reese's shirts that he gets from there and he wears them. <laughs> I keep, yeah, that's right. Because they're sponsored by Reese's. That's yeah. right. Yeah. The man wears those shirts all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> Every time I it's, think it's, of Senior Bowl, I think of him wearing his Reese's shirts. Yeah, it's just like as much as I do enjoy our Reese's from time to time, but the way how the Reese's branding is incorporated into the Senior Bowl logo, it makes it looks the logo look like a dog biscuit. I'm not, I'm, I'm not kidding. It, like, <laughs> it, like, and I'm just like, ah, oh, it just doesn't look like a football because of the orange and the brown and the yellow. I'm just like, it's just, ah, oh, it just looks you like. You were a... never destined to be a Cleveland Browns fan, so. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely <All> right. not. <laughs> um, what else were you wanting to hit on? I think we before we move on to, uh, you know, around the league chatter. Hmm. Um, well, obviously we do have the Pro Bowl. It's currently ongoing at the moment. Um, yeah, it's great to see our Dallas Cowboys there in the Pro Bowl, but like every, every any other Cowboys fan, I would rather not be in the Pro Bowl. I'd rather be in the Super Bowl. That's how I feel about that. Because, and not only just that as well, like there is some games or whatever, or a, whatever you want to call them. They, they could cause, there has been times in the past where players went to the Pro Bowl and picked up an injury and they could end up losing some amount of time. It's happened with some players back in the past. But I know it's supposed to be all fun and games and stuff like that, but if there is one thing I am looking forward to, though, is the kicking competition with Mr. Brandon Aubrey playing the whole X's and O's game. So basically, it's like... um try and get three in a row and the conference wins the team uh, conference wins so I think it's like I don't know how many kickers on the Pro Bowl per conference I think it might be three kickers no sorry two kickers and a punter are in 
again, I could be wrong. I need to double check who's actually in the Pro Bowl, but either way, it's pretty much all the special teams guys are basically participating in that one, trying see how accurate their kick is and trying to hit the square. And that's them covered that square and then try and get three in a row, whether it's side by side along the way or diagonal. So but I think Brandon Aubrey is going to absolutely nail that. So, but yeah, that's the only thing I'm particularly looking forward to. Anything else, really? I'm just like, ugh, I'm just not really that interested. If I'm being honest, I'd rather just see our Dallas Cowboys actually getting ready to partake in the Super Bowl. That's it. I uh, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> you and everybody else. But I am enjoying the Aiden Diggs content. So. Oh yeah, but like, I I I only just saw a brief clip of this earlier today. Like, was someone talking trash about his uncle Stephen or something? Like, uh, as in Stephen, Stephen, Stephen uh, Diggs. It was Sauce Gardner. Ah, so it was. Yeah, like he was yeah. talking crap, and uh, <laughs> it is like you two talking about my uh, my uncle. He's like, who's your uncle, Stephen Diggs? And he's like, oh. <laughs> he's like, he scored on you in week one. <laughs> For a little, for such a little guy, there's so much trash talk. I love it. I know he's perfect. No notes. It just like says it as it is. If that's if that's his attitude uh, as a kid, I cannot wait to see how he takes that that energy and attitude when he actually does grow up and start playing football like his dad. That would be something to look forward to is his progression. He does <laughs> in the years to come. Oh yes. Well. <clears throat> I think it's time we chat about the Lions. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Lions would have been in the Super Bowl if they stuck to not being super aggressive and not try and redo plays over and over again, like they did against us. They would have been in the Super Bowl. What I mean by that is if they actually went for the field goal and rather not go for it on fourth down, they would have been in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, like, well, they would have at least taken it to OT, I think. At least, at least, at, at least, yeah, at least. Well, and that's the same thing, the same thing with the Dallas game. Like, we could have gone to OT, but you had to run that play four times. Yeah. It's just, I, <sighs> I don't understand, I'll never understand the hitting your head against a brick wall thing. I, I know a lot of people respect the, like, we're going to be aggressive and that's just how we're going to do it. Like, live by the sword, die by the sword. I think that's probably the dumbest mentality, personally, just my opinion, because you can, I don't mind being aggressive, but when it's being aggressive to like your team's detriment, like you had two different opportunities to get yourself points. And then you had to like, what, go down to the wire and get like a touchdown and then try to do it like onside kick which those like rarely ever work just like why are you trying to do it the hard way yeah yeah, yeah. i mean if i was a lions fan i'd be absolutely I'd be fuming. he owed yeah i'd be fuming with dan campbell absolutely fuming because the game was there for the taking yeah you like, could you could be you could 100 be um you could you could have gone into overtime for sure like absolutely. the way that he did that last drive? Like, I don't know. I just, I can't believe they did that. It really made me. I know, I know. It's... I was like, do you not, do you not learn your lessons? I know, and we never have to. We're all with... rooting for you. I know, and I'm, I'm, 
against our will, unfortunately, because yeah. against against those guard den San, San Francisco 49ers, again, they're now in the, like, they're in the Super Bowl once again. But it's always like never Niners. That's yeah. the rule. And you're trying to like, I don't, I don't like it. Uh, it's yep you for us, breath. yeah for for me. For, well, I don't know about you, Meg. For me, as long as it's not the Eagles, as long as it's not the Forty Niners, and and as long as it's not the Texans, I don't care. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. I really like for the Commanders and the Giants just to not be involved either. So. Oh yeah, 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 the, yeah, but they're irrelevant, though. We'll see if uh, Dan Quinn has something to say about that. I just don't see it happening. If I'm being perfectly honest, <laughs> just, just, I really don't. Like, yeah, well, you never know. But I can understand. Yeah, so like, we, we are ending up with a Kansas City uh, 49ers rematch. Yeah. That was the. the I've been year. telling you, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to make it. They definitely really sprung it on the last part end of the season. Um, Everyone you know, just keeps going like, "Well, they weren't good during the season." It's like, do you know who Patrick Mahomes is? Once he once the playoffs hit, he becomes a different person, and he's still good during the season. <laughs> so like, he is the definition. Of a, he's definitely the definition of a game changer, Mahomes. And their defense keeps them there. Like, Absolutely. yeah. Definitely. If he has to try like several different ways to get into that end zone, like he at least has the time to do stuff like that. And uh, and also, uh, Mr. Kelsey had a fantastic game. He that- did. So proud. You're just I saying that just because- you're just saying that because that's uh, Mrs. Swift's hobby right now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I've, first of all, I've always liked Travis Kelsey. As I, mean, a, I, I have always liked Kelsey as well. He is. I think everyone I has. He's just like he's harmless. Yeah. Like, he's just he likes football and he's fun. Um, but yeah, of course I'm gonna root for Taylor's team. These are the rules. Yeah, and it's just basically a nice stepping stone for like some of Holmes to add to his ongoing legacy at the moment. He's going. He's going for his. Third Super Bowl right now. This is going to be his fourth Super Bowl in six years. It's crazy. It's insane. This is now becoming a dynasty for Kansas yeah. City right now. And it, I'm not it, even. It, it, I'm not mad about it either. Like I've, some people are just like hate the fact that like that could they could have a dynasty there. Yeah, and here's the thing though. Like, no people hated the Patriots too, so I get it. But well, a lot of people hated the Patriots because a lot of people were jumping ship. To the Patriots, a lot of people became bandwagons in that time. Well, We're not it seeing shows that. that it's Taylor's fault that a bunch of women now like to root for the. Ah, so, so, and so I that's ask the, you to all respectfully cry about it. Yeah, like it's it's kind of like those videos where you see the girlfriends saying, "Oh, I'm supporting Kansas City," and the husband says, "Yeah, she's put Travis Kelsey on the map," type of thing, and the husbands are like. What he is like one of the <laughs> best tight ends in the league. Shut up! You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that does play in America, but if you take that overseas, it doesn't hit the same. No, no, everyone likes a team for who they are. Well, yeah. Plus, like, I don't think Travis Kelsey. That, there's just like not that there. It's growing over there, but like American football isn't like. 
on everyone's TVs every Sunday at three in the morning. So it's <laughs> <laughs> every, everyone's bedtime. That's why. Exactly. So that that conversation could be taken overseas and it would hit different is all I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Anywho, anywho. Anyways, yeah. you know who I'm rooting for. And if you guys are rooting for the Niners, you're wrong. Because we want them to continue their drought because I want them to feel pain the way I feel pain. I'll say this to one in 30 years. So. I'll say I'll say this to the rest of Cowboys Nation. If you have every intention to root for the San Francisco 49ers, you might as well become Skip Bayless and throw your Cowboys jersey <laughs> in the trash. Jump off of a cliff for all I care, because that is not being a Cowboys fan supporting <laughs> the enemy like that. Come on, be better. Yeah. I think it's not, funny when I, I, people I, are I, like, well, I'm rooting for the NFC team. Like, no, I hate no. them all except for me. <laughs> and also, just to give you more clarification, Kansas City used to be the original team of Dallas. They were the Dallas team. The owners live in Dallas. Exactly. So, if anything... I find to be funny, personally. If you're from Dallas, that's the team you want to root for outside of the Cowboys, essentially, because... They are originally the is it Dallas Texans? Yeah. Yep. But uh, way between the like the nineteen forties and fifties. So, yeah, before they went to Kansas City, they were Dallas. Yeah. Plus, Kansas City is a lovely city. Paul's been there. I had a great time in Kansas City. A great yeah. time. Cute. Like, it's fun. There's a lot to do. Good barbecue. I nice. might add, it's good barbecue. I like. Yeah. Even like as an opposing fan in their stadium, they were nice. Now, if you're a Raiders fan, like best of luck. But oh, oh dear, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I I would hate to be, like. I would love to spectate a game like uh, like just from a neutral I've, standpoint. I've it was, and like I for a while there, I was only wearing like I was freezing, so I was wearing a black coat. So people were just like, "Who are you rooting for?" <laughs> it's like, uh, you guys, I guess. Um. But they were playing the Raiders and they were like the Raiders fans were getting like they was getting chippy in the stands. I'll tell you that much. I don't think they're I don't think the Raiders fans are the same as they used to be because they're now in Las Vegas. They can't really be No, they're still terrible. That's uh, still terrible. All right. That's yeah, when they cool. came for Thanksgiving, awful. Ah, uh, true, because I was at that game they were as the well. Worst. I was at that game as well. I remember that one. I, I don't think I've been more annoyed by a fan base, even the Eagles. Nah, Eagles still tops them. I've had many altercations. No, like overarchingly, but like just the them coming to AT and T aspect of it, they were the worst. Interesting. Hmm. Like number one worst, then the Eagles, then like the Titans are actually up there because their fans are terrible. At least when they're in an opposing stadium, apparently. This hmm. is just a judge me judging people that come into AT and T. Personal experiences. Okay, so for my personal experiences, I think the Eagles are definitely far bar the worst than it's Oakland. Then I would say it was the Chargers fans before they went to LA. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, they like, were... I can't think of any other fan base that like was awful. Like even the Commanders fans, like they're they have fans. Yeah, well, they're all wearing <laughs> shirts, just so we're clear. And I'm like, 
<laughs> I asked them, I was like, do you guys even call yourselves the commanders? And they're like, no. It's so funny. Like Giants fans I, are fine. Commanders fans are, they just make fun of themselves. So I enjoy that. They're, they're, they are basically the meme of the NFL at this moment. It used to be the Browns. Now it's the commanders. Yeah. So those are fine. But yeah, Raiders fans, awful. Uh, uh, awful. Awful. Well, I have the worst taste in my mouth from them. Well, well, besides those teams, and as we were just talking about Kansas City and San Francisco, who do you think <laughs> is going to win? I love a tangent. Keep going. <laughs> you love a tangent. <laughs> like, do. The, the, do you honestly think Kansas City are able to do it and my home is going to get his first Super 100%. Bowl? I, to I, I totally agree. I think they're able to do it. I think the 49ers are also able to do it too um to be fair but it's i like it's really hard for me to bet against the chiefs yep when it comes to being in the playoffs because i swear they like turn into freaks of nature it's slightly just injected themselves with steroids or something what's the um in space jam when that when they drink that like special mj's special drink or whatever yeah, and it's just water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they 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 get all like hyped up. I don't know what it is. I think it's the atmosphere that gets them going because they like there are some teams, <clears throat> you know, the <laughs> Cowboys, where you know maybe the bright lights are a little scary, but not for them. Uh, stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Uh, I know. <sighs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. It sucks. It really, really it sucks. It does. But yeah, but that's that's just kind of why the Chiefs are different and why it's hard to for me to bet against them. Just in general, I don't care who they're playing. When it comes to the playoffs, I like I would put money on them pretty much every time. Um yeah. just because they I swear to God, they turn into a different team. Yeah, and uh, let's be honest now. They could have lost to Green Bay and they could have lost to Detroit in both of yeah, those games. Niners. Yep. Yeah, Brock pretty hasn't been putting out his best performances lately. No. I, and it would pain me he, to see... He shows up when it's important. Yeah. A good quality. I, I, that's true. But it would pain me to see a guy who has missed it irrelevant a couple of years ago to have a Super Bowl to his name. That would... I can't fathom that. I really can't. I mean, it's kind of a cute story, but I, I'll, I don't know. I just, I'll never root for him, and I'm never going to even think about it because he's on the Niners. So yeah, it's hard for me to like it, like even throw that around in my brain because I'm like, I just can't. It's my principles. Yep, step to our guns, folks. <laughs> Screw the Niners. Vote for the original Anyways, team. so I think we both have the Chiefs winning this one. Is that right? Yep. They're, sorry, the original Dallas team, the original. Okay. We both have the original Dallas team um, to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to have a very interesting time watching this game because I'll be celebrating Mardi Gras in New Orleans with friends. So we'll see Ooh. how much of it I actually get to watch. But, you know, feel free to send me all the Taylor clips that you've finally <laughs> because they make me happy. 
I'll try my best. That's if I can stay up, stay awake for it. I'll be, for the Super Bowl this year, I'll be in Glasgow uh, with a couple of friends uh, in a place oh, called Oh, that's Mac. great. Is everybody showing up again? No, no, it's not with the UK Cowboys. It's just, okay. it's more of just an open group of friends. I've got some friends who are Bucks fans, some friends are um, Chiefs fans and stuff like that, so just mix it up. I was going to go with my former teammates with the Pirates, but uh, I kind of left that one too late. Um, so I'm going to be just picking up with my friends to play to a country bar called Maggie's in Glasgow. Yeah, they've, they've even got a mechanical bull, and I am not going on one. No chance. I don't want it. Do you have cowboy boots? I do. You better be wearing them. I'm proud be wearing them. Got a boot scoop. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Well. We'll see. <laughs> we'll we'll post our uh, our Super Bowl watching positions. Mine might be on someone's phone while I'm getting beads pelted at my face. So who knows? Um, but either way, I hope you all have a wonderful Super Bowl Sunday and that you eat all of the food and just enjoy time with friends because that's what it's all about. And especially enjoy Usher at halftime because yeah, that's gonna be great. Uh, it should be good. Should be good. And don't forget, I believe Tiesto is the ongoing DJ, DJ uh, for during the game. During the game. Yes, apparently, like I think it's like he'll play it's songs not like outside the stadium. I think it's something to do while there's timeouts. He'll play music while the timeouts are on, or something. I don't know. I have I, not I just... heard this, but this is fascinating. If true. Yeah, I need to double check and look into it. It makes sense for him to be like the before the game show type of thing. Makes yeah, sense. Or like outside. But from what I read from the Instagram post, I'll need to dig it back up. But it was something to do like during game performance or something like that. I was like, what? So well, you all I know that I had a flight to Vegas booked. And in the dark and my sadness, I had to cancel it. Uh, you had the intention of going to the Super Bowl, didn't you? I was only going to go if we were going. <laughs> I do it every year. I always buy a flight to whatever city. Because I even if I, I'm not going to be able to afford a ticket, like, and I'm very aware of that. Yeah. But, you you want to be part of the atmosphere. There, you know? Yeah. You want to be there among with the fans. Yeah. Celebrate the greatest victories and one of the most iconic sports in the world. But it's one of the saddest things I do every year. Is it's uh, not it's that. not sad. It's not sad. You're you're preparing for the possibility. I am, but when I have to cancel it, then I'm like, damn. But I mean, it's extra. It's extra beer money for something else. Well, <clears throat> it's just points for different flights. So Mexico, then. <laughs> Your girl flies southwest. That doesn't go back in my bank account. It goes back in my points account, okay? Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. But either way, I will not stop. And someday, I will take the flight. Isn't that inspirational? Yeah. <laughs> wish, I, wish I had that flexibility to do that type of stuff. Someday. When you live Some, in Texas. Someday. <laughs> this, this has got to be the year for me to move over. It's got to be. We'll see. I'm rooting for you. I think the whole, I think everybody that knows me back in Dallas is actually rooting for me. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens anyway. 
But anyway, yeah. folks, um, but yes, uh, hope you guys have a fantastic weekend and we will definitely, and yeah, um, be sure everyone check out for the upcoming uh, news and updates from bloggingtheboys.com. We've got content every single day. We've got podcasts every single day. And tell Meg Mardi Gras is amazing. I thought I would take the initiative this week. <laughs> I love Mardi Gras. I go every year. No. I thought I would. Just, I thought I just switch it up and turn turn the tables on you this week. You did, and I liked it. Throw me some um, metaphorical beads by saying hi on a wonderful five star review. Um, but yeah. Anyways, have a fabulous Super Bowl Sunday, and we'll see you guys next week. Go Cowboys! I guess Dallas forever. <laughs> forever. Let's go. And the Niners forever. Screw the Niners. <laughs> <laughs>